women in leadership, we often find ourselves struggling with the balance between implementing faith-based leadership principles and the worldly perspectives of our colleagues and team members. You once felt passionate about leadership, but have often come up against people with fixed mindsets who are unwilling to change. You feel like giving up and stepping out of your leadership role because is it really worth it? Friend, you're in the right place. Here we're not only going to talk about the challenges, we're going to tackle them head on with a faith-based approach that's both practical and empowering. So, if you're ready to transform your leadership journey, to set boundaries that make a real impact, and to create a workplace culture where both you and your team can thrive, then join me in uncovering the strategies, wisdom, and godly guidance that will lead you to success. I'm Rika Whelan, and welcome to the Woman of Faith in Leadership podcast. Together, we're going to navigate leadership with faith as our foundation. Let's get started. Grab your coffee or water, keep that notebook and pen handy, and let's jumpstart your leadership. Happy Friday. Let me try that again. My voice is a bit hoarse there. Happy Friday. It needs to be sounding like a happy Friday, right? So I am going to start the podcast again with my favorite thing. Uh, I know, I know, but I absolutely really love it to read all the reviews. And this review is from Anna YT. And Anna says, great resource for Christian female leaders. This is such a great resource for Christian women seeking to lead with God-centered influence. Rika seems to understand the challenges women in leadership face and provides such practical, concrete steps and tips to help them thrive in leadership. I found episode two on workplace culture especially enlightening. Didn't realize it was so important and love Rika's analogy of that to her family, Anna. And Anna is, uh, has her own podcast as well. So thank you, Anna, for also dropping the name of your podcast. And her podcast is Plant-Based Eating Made Easy. So if you want to go and check out Anna's podcast, you can definitely go and do that. It's Plant-Based Eating Made Easy. Now, this is part three of the From Conflict to Collaboration episode. And we're in the middle of this series. So if you haven't listened to part one or part two yet, please go and do that. Part one, we covered why conflict occurs, which is a super short episode. Then number two, healthy conflict. And that was on Monday and Wednesday. And then today we have unhealthy conflict. And then finally on Monday, we're actually going to talk about the impact conflict can have if left unresolved. Now, these are all part of my of module two of my upcoming From Conflict to Collaboration online course. And so I'm giving you full access and basically a sneak peek to the course. And the other modules will actually include the following. So I've got a module on communication skills where we'll run through all the essential communication skills that not only you as a leader, but that of your team as well, that's going to be crucial, how you can foster and engage that culture of communicating well in your workplace. And then in the next module, in module four, we're going to be talking about conflict resolution 101. And I'm going to be sharing my fighting fairly framework in that module where you will learn, you and your team will learn how to fight fairly with each other. And then in particular, if you're in the storming phase, which was if you missed that, that was in episode 13, where I talked about the five stages every team go through, the Tuckman model, basically. 
I'm going to be basically focusing on also getting you out of that storming phase. And then module five is conflict prevention and management because obviously you want to do everything you possibly can to prevent conflict, but also the management thereafter after a conflict has occurred. And then finally in module six, I'm going to be talking and teaching you about emotional intelligence. So if you have not... If you're not on my mailing list yet or if you're not in the Facebook group yet, please get on to either one of those two so that you can stay up to date of when I am releasing this course. And I'm very sorry that I'm being so secretive about it, but I am trying to just really get everyone excited about the online course as what, as what I'm excited because I'm so excited um, about this new online course that I've created. And yeah, I can't wait to share it with you all. So the links are in the description below. Otherwise, just go to womenoffaithinleadership.com where you'll be able to find all the information and especially about joining my mailing list or then going onto the Facebook group where you'll be the very first to know and able to access a discount. Okay, so I hope you enjoy this episode and I will see you at the end again. We're talking about unhealthy conflicts. Okay, so we've just done uh, what is healthy conflicts and we had a look at Tuffman's model. Now let's discuss what is unhealthy conflict. Now, um, if you could if you could name a couple of things in your head about what is an un, what is unhealthy conflict, you've just heard what is healthy conflict. Now in your mind, uh, in your notebook, write down what would, what do you predict or what do you think is unhealthy conflict. Okay, so unhealthy conflict is when two people engage in negative or harmful interactions. They make it personal. It's not about the actual difference of opinion. It's not about the actual difference in values. It's not about the actual difference in goals. It moves beyond that and they make it personal, negative and harmful. So that is unhealthy conflict. Unhealthy conflict can lead to tension, stress, and negative consequences for individuals and teams. So just think about that team, think about that team member, those two team members that have that unhealthy conflict, and think about a situation where you have been unable to mediate or support, you felt helpless, you just did not know what to do. And I'm pretty sure it's actually that moment that's brought you to this course, that's actually brought you to this online course, because you have felt helpless and unable to resolve this conflict. Let's have a look at an example of unhealthy conflict. There's two educators, again, John and Emma, working in the same toddler's room together. And they have, a conf they have conflicting personalities, so you picked it up immediately as soon as they started working together. The forming phase was a very short three days and then they were out of the forming phase and they were in that storming phase and they often clash over their teaching methods and interactions with children and uh, just for a moment pause and think why would that be why do we think that they would often be clashing over their teaching methods and interactions with children well number one they could they could have a difference of opinion on the matter because both of them could have been raised differently they could have been in different schools where teaching strategies and teaching methods were different. One could be from one culture and the other could be from another culture. One could be from, you know, you know, could have studied at a religious institute for school, whereas the other could have studied 
at a public school or a university or something that's different. But they could also be clashing over the fact that they've got a difference in values. They, their values just don't match. So different religions, different cultures, different, again, different backgrounds. But they could also have different goals in mind. So you know, Emma could be, Emma's goals could be to teach the children A, but John's goals could be to teach the children B, whatever that might be. So of all three, all three reasons could actually be a reason why they are often clashing in a particular in about teaching methods and interest in interactions with children. So, all right, let's have a look at this room meeting. <laughs> So during a room meeting, John and Emma start arguing over a minor disagreement about the best way to handle a toddler's uh, behavioral issue. Okay, again, very, 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 um, I hope you can resonate with this. Um, this happens often. The argument becomes heated with both educators raising their voices and not allowing each other to express their thoughts fully. The tension between John and Emma spills into their interactions in the classroom. Now, room meetings typically also occur during quiet time. The children are sleeping. So you can imagine one or two children have now woken up and are crying and are scared and wanting their parents. And again, there's potentially two other educators in the room as well that are now feeling kind of like, ooh, you know, uh, ooh, I think I want to leave this conversation now. Or they jump up and they all of a sudden go and do their, um, go and do jobs. Go clean the bathroom, go clean the kitchen as soon as possible. Just get away. So it obviously not only impacts the team, but it also impacts the children because now, John and Emma treat the children quite aggressively and quite angry. You know, they want to show each other that, they, that, that what you've done has really upset me. So they openly criticize each other's methods in front of the children and become visibly irritated during group activities. The children notice the discord between the educators, leading to a, leading to a disruptive and uneasy atmosphere in the room. And the toddlers become unsettled and show signs of anxiety due to this tense environment. So the outcome, what do you think would be the outcome of such an unhealthy conflict? I mean, the unhealthy conflict, oh my goodness, I have seen it so, so often. And, you know, this example didn't mention that, you know, that they become, that they became personal towards each other, uh, which can often do. But the fact that they got heated in front of the children, number one, so unprofessional because you can absolutely not do that. And whether they're toddlers or not, they, you know, Meaning, meaning uh, verbal, they can go and tell their parents what happened. That's not the point. The point is that they can feel that, and, and, and toddlers and, other, and, and all children, really, for that matter, play off of adults' emotions, facial expressions, gestures. So, the outcome of such an awful, unhealthy conflict would be the children's well being and learning experiences are negatively affected by the unhealthy conflict as they're exposed to this negative emotions and disruptive routines. The unhealthy conflict between John and Emma hinders effective teamwork, creating a toxic work environment for the team and the other educators in the room. The, the center's reputation may be impacted as parents may notice the tense atmosphere and decreased quality of care for their toddlers. So really, the impact of having an unhealthy conflict, especially in the room where the children are, can have serious repercussions not only for the team, for the children, the parents, um, and really, you know, everyone. So often the solution that people do is they move the educators. So they'll just move them to a different room or if you're not in the childcare sector, you know, what often happens if the partners don't get along, they'll just move 
the one person on from the one department to the next, depending on their expertise, or, or they'll just move them on, you know, they'll performance manage, you know, things like that. But actually, they don't look at what is the root of the problem. And this is the real issue, is that we need to look at what is the root of the problem here. In the next section, we'll be having a look at the impact that on conflict can have if left unresolved. so much for listening if this podcast blessed you in some way the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a review your feedback means the world to me and lights me up every single time when i read it and it makes me want to keep going so please leave a review and your review will also help other christian women in leadership find the answers they are looking for so whether you're on spotify or apple Podcasts, scroll down to the review section and leave that review then head over to womenoffaithinleadership.com and join our free Facebook community and I look forward to engaging with you there.